Yeah, what oh, do you want me God, to say? You're just, you just sound beautiful. I just... Stop the lying. Stop the lying. <laughs> Stop the lying. What were we drinking? Were we drinking tequila today? Is this going to be a tequila show? Because there's nothing oh, on was here... It? There's nothing on here hot enough that we're going to like fight about, I don't think. No, she didn't drink tequila today. She just had whiskey. All right, girl. Get that Jameson. No, no. We already talked about how I can't drink Jameson anymore. Jameson and I are no longer seeing one another. <laughs> now, do I have do I play any part in that? No, it was a decision that I made. As a result. I realized that Jameson and I, our relationship, it just wasn't working out. I didn't like <laughs> I, I didn't like myself when I was around him. I didn't like the person that I became and the person that I turned into. And as much as I loved him deeply and enjoyed the good times that we had together, I had to say enough is enough. I'm gonna tell you, I saw you turn So in. now I'm with I'm with Jack now. I saw you turn into some fucking really awful things on Jameson. <laughs> do, do, do. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto, and I'm joined here with my fabulous co-hosts, I have Miss Lucy Wack in the back. Hey, girl. Hey, mama. And I have Miss Shay Coulee. Hey. And this week, theoretically, I will have a guest in my home right now. I mean, I do have a guest in my home right now, but theoretically, this show will actually go up because <laughs> the last time we had a guest here, it didn't work because I'm an idiot. But I have writer, producer, funny man, Mr. Todd Masterson. Hi. Hello, hey. Todd. So, uh, Todd, thank you so much for coming thank and you joining, for having me. I'm joining very our excited. weird little family right now. We got Chicago over there looking all great. And like, Hi, Chicago. It looks cold hey. over there. It looks cold I'm over there. I'm very jealous of you guys. Um, right well, you're wearing a sweater and I'm not, bitch. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I am wearing a sweater. I'm but, sweating, though. But, <laughs> but it's, I mean, my apartment get kind, gets kind of chilly. I'm not sure if they like have a lot of insulation or whatever. But No, they don't. Thank you so much, Todd. So, Todd... Why is it important that we have you on this show? Who the fuck are you? Uh, well, I used to write for Joan Rivers on Fashion Police, and now she's dead. Wait, and is that so, true? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> now, uh, so now I need to research your guest. <laughs> oh no! Literally, oh, damn it, literally, totally I was just like, "Hey, you're really funny. You should come on." <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he does. That's why um, he's here. And then uh, I just recently finished producing the next season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, uh, which is like a little show. No one yeah, really. It's I not mean, a, no. Wait, what is that? Wait, I mean, I know that you, oh, it's some a drag fat. race enthusiast. Is that connected with NASCAR? Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, we can't actually say NASCAR for legal reasons, but yeah. Uh, I understand. Yeah, understand. I, I imagine that would be a really dangerous job, huh? It is. That's on Bravo, right? Uh huh. <laughs> so RuPaul's Drag Race, a producer. How did you get roped into doing that? Like, was that? Um. So I write. I also write a show called Hey Queen, which is an online talk show. Yeah. So I write Hey Queen with Johnny, and Ru was on our show and uh, was like our second guest ever. I talked to Ru and like. I gave him a hug and we talked and we were just talking about life and career and stuff like that. And I went home that night. Um, I want to say we taped it on a Thursday. Um, I went home that night and I was like, I want to work 
for RuPaul. I want to. I want that job. Did you put it on your vision board? I well, in my internal vision board because I'm too lazy to actually cut pictures out of magazines. <laughs> um, it's a waste of paper. It is. <laughs> and in like two months, you're like, I don't like that picture anymore. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't want that anymore. Yeah, and um, it's all faded. I'm currently working on my envision board, so I'm envisioning my envision board right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and envisioning boards. I like envisioning boards. You're right. <laughs> But so I, I literally went home that night. And I was like, I want to work for RuPaul. Now, I don't really believe in the secret because I have told the universe I want everything all the time and it never mm-hmm. happens. I know. I hear you. But I went home that night. And I was like, I want to work for RuPaul. The next morning I saw a listing on the Internet. There's this website called Staff Me Up for producers and PAs and editors and writers and stuff like that uh, all over the country. So no matter what city you're in, you can go to staffmeup.com and register and apply for jobs in your city. And, oh, uh, jobs. Okay, not an infection. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want uh, that staff me up. That's a different one. That's staffmeup.co.uk. Um, so, I, so I went on staff me up and there was just a, a posting for uh, producers, challenge producers for Drag Race. And I was like, no way. So I applied and I sent in my cover letter and I was like, it would be a dream to work for RuPaul. I just met him. Like uh, he just did my talk show that I write and all this stuff. And the next day I got a call, went in a couple hours later, interviewed and got a call a couple hours after that. And I got the job. So it was like, wow. Yeah, it was super fast. And um, yeah, so I was a challenge producer, which means I I, I, uh, thought of created and and ran all the challenges those are our favorite things yeah that's like the whole thing like honestly i have to say it's those fucking challenges that i love yeah like not all not all the drama not all the fucking banter so okay well there was a team of four of us there was four of us that came up because uh how we did it was we two of us would do a mini and the other two would do a main and then on the next episode you swip swap. The other two would do the mini, and then we'd do the main. Oh. So that way you don't get because there's so swip much shopping. There's so yeah. much right. like clearance stuff that you like, like logos and shit that you have. Oh, can I cuss? Oh yeah. Oh, oh. oh please, um, can I cuss? Fuck yeah. I, I just did a radio interview, and they were like, we had to bleep you so many times. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, so we wouldn't get bogged down because sometimes the minis have so many like products that you have to buy like, uh-huh. you know you're doing a crayon challenge and you have to have every crayon ever made and then all the different kinds of paper and then all the different kinds of like blah 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 that's just a for instance that's not a real challenge but you know stuff like that so how was the process like what was it what was, was your what did you take home from that Todd? It, it it's it's not what i thought it would be uh-huh first of all i thought it was going to be more creative um and less hands-on mm-hmm. uh and it was kind of the opposite it was like we did six weeks of pre-production and casting and then six weeks of filming. So 12 weeks from nothing to finished. And um, the, the, the queens were only there for six weeks. And um, the first six weeks while we we're planning, we we're coming up with stuff. Then we had to prototype. So we actually had to and they wanted us to do it with wigs. So we, (laughs) I would, we would come up with a challenge. I would put a wig on. We'd take an iPhone and film it and see if it's doable. So okay. we had to prototype all of them. So oh, God. we had so many ideas. And that wasn't fun? That, that part wasn't work. fun? You'd think it would be fun, but once you've done the same thing. It probably thing, got tedious. Like, yeah. yeah, because yeah they, once you get shot down so many times. When you get shot down so many times, but we would have to do the same challenge 10 times because they were like, do it slower, do it faster, do it with a red wig instead of a blonde wig. Like, oh, my God. Uh, so we'd That's have to do so many. nitpicky, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so it was a little more like not what I expected. So I know you can't tell us like, you know, any, any like, you know, specifics but what we want to know is how was rupaul 
Like how how is she during this process? How, like because you met her on your show and you yeah. you were inspired by him, yeah, and you wanted to work for him. Yeah. So how how did it end? Uh, great. I love RuPaul. I mean, RuPaul. When RuPaul did Hey Queen, he was everything I wanted him to be. He mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. smart and funny and nice and you know, uh, RuPaul. He, he's RuPaul. He's everything you yeah. want him to be. Working for him is a little different, but that's. To be expected, mm-hmm. you know, working for anyone is sure, be sure, different. Right. Um, but it was still fun. It means a very, very busy man, very smart man. Uh, he does so much. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't know that he gets to set at four o'clock in the morning to start putting the monster on, which is what he calls himself in drag as the monster. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. and Matthew get to set for sometimes three in the morning oh. before on drag days and uh, on runway days. And starts putting the monster on and learning lines and, you know, all all that stuff. Sometimes they don't. He doesn't even get his dress until the morning. Oh my! He won't get his hair till that morning. And um. But yeah, so he's very. Wow, that must dedicated. be like really difficult for like people to bring your hair and your dress to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like I imagine how hard that would be for me as a drag queen to be like, when is that person going to bring me my hair that they made for me? Well, because we I'm sitting here while the person who does my makeup does my makeup for me. <laughs> and I'm wondering, when am I going to get the other shit? Shea Coulee, folks, not that bitter I mean. at all. Not bitter. No, no. Well, I, Todd, I really admire so that much. because were- you know what? I feel like I work too damn hard. If you think about it, Rue did that for what 20, 30 years, like right. in New York, broke off. Of oh yeah, she's like, a late in life bloomer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So get yeah. it. Hey, hey, Tony, Tony, she bloomed by the time she was thirty. So don't throw stones. Yeah, she she did have an album out <laughs> she, in the nineties. She, she hit her success by the time she was thirty. So, so girl, is there, I, don't, is I would be calling that, her a late bloomer. Yeah. How old girls, are you, Tony? Girls, in those days, it was a late bloomer. Like in those days, come on, like yeah, a, I mean a, now, fifteen year olds are those, yeah. Those so days, I mean, Tony. Yes, girl. Those. <laughs> days i can say those the days 90s? i'm from those days yes yes but thank you so we're excited about the new season <laughs> it's gonna um, be great it's, but it's gonna be amazing yeah you're you're excited you're happy with the outcome yes okay you guys you got I, some good I, stuff I to use some good drama yeah know some people that competed on that show and they had some what no that's all confidential that's all how could that how could how you couldn't possibly know of any drag queens that are in that show no i I wasn't talking about the drag queens i know the janitors oh (laughs) that is actually a full-time position on that show they said it it was messy (laughs) is it is it through uh in the crew and the production people is it well aware of the fact that the show or um is so driven by the sort of drama that is created that's not really about the challenges or well, about looks that's what i was just going to say we i never saw the inter- interviews because i'm not a story producer so i never saw their interviews i don't know okay. i only saw what i saw and i never saw any you know fighting or drama or something like that, but i'm sure there is well there. i mean but, otherwise why would we watch yeah i thought everyone was amazing and sweet and fun and great and pretty and i was like oh this is going to be boring but then i was like oh i guess there's interviews and stuff um but uh but yeah i mean it's definitely any reality show is editing oh sure no absolutely i guess i guess my point is that like from if you look at season one and how it was everyone's like 
really helpful to each other and wanting to be better people and yeah. like there was a lot of love it felt like and then slowly as as the seasons have gone by it just feels like it's very much the producers pitting the characters against each other and starting yeah. to try to literally wow. create false drama That's... and i just kind of miss the fact that it was mostly driven by amazing drag and talent exactly. that is uh logo which is owned by mtv uh, okay. So that's why. Uh, yeah, I mean the whole thing is it's like it's like they've tested shit. They've talked to like they've done. They think that what they're creating is what is wanted. And actually, yeah. I mean, we watch it, so it's like well, and it's it's kind of dipping into a younger market, like a different market. Like they want the people that like the caddy shows. Yeah. Okay. Like, and I mean, drag has to survive. I mean, like we're, at this point, it's happened so strong. It's like it can't just suddenly be. Oh, yeah. like the, like it's got to be like the vampires. You know, vampires are still so in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my! Are they? I thought are zombies they? were in yeah. right now. Is that true? I don't know, girl. Listen, I have an antenna on my TV, so I only get a few <laughs> stations. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was all about sexy That's zombies true. now. How is Chicago? Right? How are you guys? Good. How are the I leaves? Are the leaves so pretty? They're falling. They're really pretty. They're like nice orange and reds and yellows. And what's going on with you guys, Lucy, Shay? Tell us something. I got a job. (gasps) What does that mean? What does that mean? You are talking to a new dildo maker in a silicone company. What? Oh my goodness! You got it. Congratulations. That's fantastic. So, uh, so you know, Shay works at a sex shop in Chicago, right? Can I say this? Like, uh, (laughs) yeah. And and so let's just leave like names off. Right. Right. But but they make their own dildos uh, that they sell worldwide, and so now. our resident lesbian is going to be making dicks and Yay. then Shay's going to sell those dicks and it's like a whole thing and I'm going to buy those dicks. And <laughs> I want to test. I want the dicks to be tested on my case. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like a uh, real sex on HBO in the nineties. Exactly. Like, right. We which, always would profile those people. And now you're one of them. That's amazing. Which funny I, I, enough, I tell everyone about that sex. real sex because um, I have a friend who uh, works on the updated version of real sex on HBO right now. And, um, there's a new one? Yeah, there's a new one coming out. Like, I guess they did the pilot, oh. and I guess it's like, but that's how I got my talk was through real sex. And it was through, you know how when you get cable, they would sometimes give you a promotion where you got a premium channel for like a weekend. Uh-huh. So that's, I, we had a weekend of HBO, and I watched real sex, and that's was my introduction <laughs> into the world I love that show there's like over 40 of them it's fucking yeah. i know but it, it's very yeah. like informational it's a great right? show yeah uh oh, yeah. real sex was my porn yeah because mm-hmm. we didn't yeah. have the internet it's true totally you it's know true. and like i would stay up late my parents would go to bed i'd stay up late and be like hey, <laughs> that's where i really started getting like, yeah it's oh, sorry. like it's nudists and stuff well, where I really, really got good looks at penises as a kid. Like, that's where I exactly. really got the, like, the money shots. And that's when you realized, no, thank you. Um. <laughs> no, I was just like, oh, they dangle. I don't know what that <laughs> Do you know what real sex is, Shay? I mean, I know of it, but I was not around or of age to partake in those real sex active what was your coming of age what was your coming of age uh sexual show or thing that you watched on television um well i guess queer as folk huh 
I had the well, I had the internet and I had my own computer. See, that's what I keep forgetting what? about the internet. Oh. Yeah, the kids had so the internet. honestly, like, by the time I was thirteen, I already knew how to log on. But the thing was, we still had dial-up, so you couldn't do it late because because <laughs> that because <laughs> get that whole, it's so loud that whole uh, loud dial-up sound. Bing, so bing, bing, it was always bing. after school hours. And your fool ass kidding. never knew to fucking empty out your uh, your history your web browser. Like you never knew shit. Oh no, see. The thing is, is like I what? forgot. You couldn't have known either. Shut up. No, I didn't. No, girl, I didn't. And, I, and like I remember being in junior high when the internet was invented. Yeah. And being like, Tony's house didn't have a computer. We didn't have a computer. No, we no. didn't have a. Hey, wait, wait to come no. for my poverty, no. bitch. No, girl, I'm just saying this is Tony. But so no, girl, I like I didn't have I didn't have the internet. I would actually go to like you know parks and porno shops, and that's how I would get laid. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, we we had a computer that didn't even have a modem. Like you couldn't even connect it to the internet yeah it was just for oregon trail yeah it was like oregon (laughs) encyclopedia and then um uh yeah uh, there was like one kid in my town i grew up in a farm town in missouri Uh outside of st louis and there was one kid in my town who had internet in his home and i just remember thinking he was like the coolest person and what a dirty home it was i bet there was just little just jism everywhere everywhere well listen when we come back we are gonna we're just gonna keep talking so we'll be right back the Tony Soto Show. You like Tony's jokes? You like Lucy's advice? And Shay's there. <laughs> Just borrow middle of the road Shay. On the Tony Soto Show. <laughs> on SoundCloud. Write to us. I'm meant to be seen, not heard. Like a geisha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's a, a geisha. Sure. Do you want to see my nostrils? Like, what all do you want to no, see? No, no, girl, no, girl, no, 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 no. no, no. But mostly the, your eyes. Like, I he take, was wanting to see like this part of your. Do face. you want me to take the sweater off? Because uh, I mean, uh, uh, how about you on. just stand up and take your pants off oh, and talk? It, it down. dangles, girl. It dangles. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back with the Tony Soto Show. Uh, so I just have to say um, that this whole unemployment thing is getting really like terribly old. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I don't really know how to deal with it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but but there is a light at the end of the tunnel because uh, have you heard of um, uh, Task Rabbit? It's no. an app. It's like an errand app where uh, like you sign up to like run people's errands. It's like a freelance oh. thing that you can like. Well, they accepted me today, so theoretically, I have at least a freelance job that I'll be able to do throughout the week. So it's like Uber and Lyft. It's like Uber and Lyft, but for for errands. Yeah, yeah, it's like, hey, do you need your dog walked? Or hey. Dry cleaning. I'm an old lady and can't wash my dishes. You know, know, very Latino stuff. So That's weird. That's weird? I would not want to wash some old lady's dishes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I could do something in someone's house. Like I could run errands for someone, but I don't know if I could like go into someone's home. But it goes, it goes. You know what? The dog walking thing is weird, but it's even weirder when the people are home. Yeah. And I have to be like, oh, hi. You still want me to walk your dog? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, that's great. And I'm like, okay. Why can't you walk your own fucking dog? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, like, I've been home a lot, and I'm hoping that this is, like, going to be a thing that I can actually get out. But. Uh, in being here, I want everyone to know. I want the world to know that I've started doing Rosetta Stone, that I illegally downloaded from the internet. To, oh, for to, which language? Like I figure. Well, no, just just my like. Oh, so you can continue to not speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> 
how, how the Duolingo treats you, Tony. Basically, pretty much. It's, I do a lesson a day. I do a lesson a day. And then I do 100 squats. That's, that's my morning now. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully in the next six to eight years, I will know Spanish. So we'll see. Uh, they also possibly have a butt. <laughs> Girl, I've been working on my squats. I'm trying to get that. I'm, I'm ass obsessed. Like I'm ass obsessed. 100 squats a day. Every day. You know, that's a lot of squats. The Lord has not blessed you in a way. Give me time, girl. It's only been two months. Give me time. And like, that's what I realized. There's a lot of muscle back there to build. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you let it go, when you let it go, your whole life. <laughs> Letting it go implies that you had it in the first place. <laughs> hey, anything was possible. If I was a little more athletic, if I ran a little more, who knew? Who knew? You know, we don't know these things. But anyway. I let mine go. I... I used to have a beautiful little bubble butt and it's just covered in fat now. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I love that big old fat butt girl. Thanks, girl. All right. So let's let's move on. Speaking of other outrageous things. So you know how the Catholic Church, church like a couple days ago was like, hey, gays are cool. Er, this <laughs> is strict that from the record. <laughs> uh, well, like I say, the Lord giveth and he taketh away. So apparently um, the Pope is not infallible. Which are you a Catholic, Todd? Nope. Like, well, what, nope. what's your religious background, Todd? Uh, tell me, tell I, me, what do you believe? I was raised in United Church of Christ, uh, mm. which is just like a bland, boring, like Protestant. So Christian. no, like tongue speaking, oh, no, no, no like no. fancy clothes. Uh, like, I'm the no, you're going to hell. I'm the baby, uh, and we got like we got com- confirmed in eighth grade. So mm-hmm. once I was confirmed, we literally never went back to church. So what are, what are your, what are your beliefs now? Tell us. Are you a religious uh, person? Are I you mean, agnostic, atheist, atheist? What are you? Agnostic, yeah. atheist. Yeah. Closer to atheist. I'm an atheist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay to say that now. Uh, but yeah, I'm an atheist, and um, yeah, I just don't like religion well and, and here's why because now the catholics have taken back what the pope said and now gays are no longer cool again yeah the bishops are like Mm-mm-mm. they're like hey 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 i don't know what well, that fucking <laughs> hippie's saying over there I don't know well where. gays and divorced catholics were both lumped into the same group basically so <laughs> which, you know which you know i know a lot of divorced catholics and they're all pretty cool so i'm like oh, I'm, I'm all right with that but <laughs> but like honestly this is just one of those situations again where it's like why are we investing so much time in this bullshit organization like as gay people yeah i mean it's and women too i mean the catholic church is not good for anyone really no well I wouldn't say investment, but I mean, we have to be aware of the situation because they affect our lives. Like as much as we don't let them lord over ourselves, they they do affect us, you know, the the organized religions or Catholicism in general or the weirdos, the the people (laughs) against, you know, us, Mm -hmm. the people who shouldn't be caring, but have to because they're going to affect us. Because I was just looking at the internet today and there was like this representative in one of the Carolinas, always the Carolinas, always. who apparently referred to gays as gremlins. Uh, <laughs> did you hear about this? Oh, I know some gay gremlins. Uh, so <laughs> 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 they're called lesbians. They're called... <laughs> <laughs> we love our I can our say lesbian. that because I'm a lesbian. You can, you can. Hey, but those gremlins threw a badass party in Okay. There, yeah, I want to be <laughs> Yeah, they that, did. I I would, if I were to hang out with anybody, I want to hang out with the gremlins. Yeah. yeah. So, and they do great musical numbers, too. Yeah, they do. Well, he straight up and came out and called the gay community gremlins. And, like, it's, it's unapologetic. And it's like, these are the people that are running for office and that are, your, as you said, you know, making decisions for us or, you know, 
It's it just, it's just affecting our lives. Yeah. yeah. Well, what else is fucking weird and creepy is do you all do Uber? Yeah. All right. So I, like, I lift Uber, Uber probably every day. You Uber every day? Almost. Probably at least four to five days a week. See, and Uber is really big out here because DUIs are not fun to get exactly. and it's easy to do out here. So, like, have you ever been in an Uber situation where you were like, holy fuck, I think that I could be murdered? Or has it always been cool? No, I I mean, they're normally cool, but there are a lot of times where I feel annoyed. Why? Because I'm like, why are you going this stupid ass fucking way? Because it costs extra money for me. For you, oh my you God, that's fucking my life together, phone. Tony. God damn it. Turn your fucking phone off. Like, I'm the only one that silenced me. I don't phone. even know where it is. God. Is it right behind? That sounds like a, the beginning of a Madonna song. God, I. Oh, that's my I, fucking aunt, too. Huh. Oh, sorry, Maria. that's my brother. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you were saying Uber. Annoyed. Yeah, no, sometimes taking I bad mean, directions. No, yeah, no, like they don't. I've never had an Uber situation where I felt like I was intimidated or threatened, but there have definitely been some where I'm sure I came across intimidating or threatening because I was really pissed because they didn't know how to fucking drive. Well, this lady in Los Angeles recently uh, claimed to have had a really horrible two-hour experience in an Uber, where because you know you can put in your address, which. Mm-hmm made me think about uber a little bit and it's kind of scary because if you have a bad situation they know your address like, yeah, they, like know, they know where you live like you you willingly enter it in to say this is where you can murder me later yeah if you... well, i mean it's no different than when you tell it to a cab driver you're you're right you're right yeah i don't know why for some reason it puts it in more perspective but it's like it's because like in, in a cab situation it's like I don't know, like waving it down and it being an, uh, anonymous, whereas this is not so anonymous. Yeah, well, and cab drivers don't usually uh, put your address into like their phone and right. have it like stored. Like yeah. there's a history of it. Well, it's I mean? it's like in the app. So once your ride is over, unless they, it's not like they can save it. Yeah, because it's true. like once your ride is over, then the address is no longer. Unless they did like there. a screen grab when you weren't looking. Yeah, who knows? But so like, but, well, yeah. I'm always looking. Well, th- 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 <laughs> well, this girl claimed to have like been on this like crazy ride where she ended up screaming, but then like they updated saying that actually <laughs> what a great they updated saying that like <laughs> they updated saying that um, apparently she was really drunk and he called nine one one. The driver called nine one one. It was it was really weird, but. This made me realize because we went a couple weekends ago and we got really turned up on some drugs and went out to some uh, warehouse party and we took an, an Uber. And when our friend got his bill the next day, it was 70 fucking dollars. Oh and my God. he said, like, because it shows you the route, the route they go. Like, yeah. You can yeah. like look at it. And so like he literally did not shut off the meter at the end and drove for like <gasps> miles. No. Before he like ended it and then charged my friend seventy bucks. So see, that's the thing that's stupid though, because Uber can they can detect when you're not with them because they have GPS on. Because that's happened to me before too, and I was like, I wasn't with that driver, and they're like, Oh well, we see, yeah, your phone was here and the yeah. driver was here, mm-hmm. so they're like, it's clear that you weren't in the car. So then they refunded me that. Oh, so yeah, they like there was check- there was no dispute. Yeah, yeah, like they oh, they immediately- but it shows you that they will be shady. But they did and try to be shady because I can contact you on that app and I could send you threatening text messages but they did say they were like well you know we're gonna have to at least charge you 25 dollars." and it's like well first of all you don't fucking have a clue now 
how long this trip yeah. was. Like, at this uh, point, this should be a free fucking it, ride. Is it distance or is it time? It's both. Both. Okay. Yeah. It's like a normal cab meter. Like a cab, yeah. It's like yeah. 30% cheaper or something. But I love it. It's great. And yeah, I, I prefer we'll Lyft. Lyft. Yeah, I prefer we'll Lyft. Lyft. I actually drove for Lyft last year for a month. For one month, I gave how it a shot. How was that? And it was... I, it, it was, I, I'm a giant, I'm six, seven. I don't like being in cars. Damn. Yeah. He's, very, hate, tall. he's yeah, very tall. Yeah. I hate being in cars. Like even in my car, I drive an SUV, but I don't like, uh, you know, I'm still uncomfortable yeah. in it. And yeah. so after like two hours, uh, and if you think about it, it's like a two or three hour car trip. Yeah. You're just driving in the same place, but you're in a car for three hours and it's like, I hate road trips. Like I don't want to do this. Yeah. I um, always had really cool people. Uh, I only ever had one creeper who was weird like lyft doesn't want you to sit in the back seat they want you to sit in the front seat. which i want to which I, I, don't pref- I prefer sitting in the back seat in just someone's car is just like in a cab it's like okay i'm not going to talk to him but in someone's car when you're just like in their back seat i'm like i'm in your I back always seat. get it, it, just too many days of being a drag queen in chicago getting a cab and the cab drivers being like come sit in the front seat oh no also here's the thing too i treat uh, lift. I I I I don't like the false friendship that gets forced upon yeah, you. When I didn't taking like that lift. either. You're not my friend. Yeah. You're somebody who's picking me up and driving me from point A to point B. I have emails that I need to send. Yeah. I have text messages that I got to read. I don't have time to be talking to you about the weather and my interests because I got shit to do, brah. I'm trying <laughs> to multitask. So that's why you do the Uber X then. Cause like that's the why I do the Uber because I don't like to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you. I'm not friendly, you no. know? And I, and I absolutely understand it too, because my whole thing is I've been a cab girl since I moved to Chicago, since I moved to a city that had cabs, like yeah. girl, there were times that I worked a block away from where I lived in the winter. It was so cold. I would cab to work. So I was like, I, I love it. But like this whole Uber thing is it's easy and I like it cause it's cheaper, but it's, as an old lady, I kind of get worried about shit. You know, yeah. I'm like, God. No. Well, I was, uh, Rob, my partner and I, I were really wasted Saturday night and we took a lift home that I don't even remember caught. Like I just woke up Sunday morning and I was like, Oh, how did we get home? And Rob was like, you, we took a lift and I was like on my phone. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I don't remember any of it. So I understand the like, you know, dr- crazy drunk person in your car. I mean, I'm not crazy when I'm drunk. I know like right. I didn't like try to like feel the guy up or anything, but right. I don't remember the ride at all. So <laughs> I could see how this situation is really sticky where it's the driver. Versus I love how that could have been a possibility though. <laughs> I, love how, I love how you talked about that. Like, you know, I know that I didn't touch this one. I, uh, I, I've heard of people like, uh, well, I've heard of people having sex with their Uber drivers, but I've also heard I would people. Have, I'd have I've sex had with some you. really hot oh, yeah. Uber drivers. And let me tell you, the hot ones always get five stars. Stars. Yeah, because you want them again. Did you talk to them? Everybody. Did you fake a friendship I, with them? I do fake the friendships. With, well, sometimes. Yeah, do if it. I have a lot of shit to do, I'm just going to look at you from the rearview mirror. But sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and they always get, because everyone gets four stars out of me because I feel like everyone can improve. But if they're really sexy, they get those five stars. Girl, I do that lean forward, you know, where you're like, lean right up there in the middle just to ask him something real quick. <laughs> Four stars Just needs a, improvement. Yeah. Could be sexier. <laughs> Speaking exactly. of hedonistic gays, so um, marriage equality made it. Remember when we used to have a discussion on the states that w- would be the last ones to legalize marriage equality? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it on the show a few times. Um, 
And I'm still sticking. I think are we all still sticking to Mississippi being the last one? Like, yeah, yeah, probably. Mississippi, Louisiana. Wait, has Louisiana broke it down? Girl, who no, can keep so. track? Know, who cares anymore? It's over. It's over twenty. I don't care anymore. But so, um, have you been to Arizona? Ugh, yes, a it, million times. It's a shithole. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a shithole. Uh, I have a girlfriend, Darcy. The, who, the who, entire state. Yeah, just well, I mean, <laughs> Northern Arizona is <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, the I don't people, know. Mm, but the I've only ever been to nice. I've only ever been to uh, like Tempe. Oh, okay, yeah, and Phoenix and Tempe uh, and and um, are those nice? Yeah, uh, there's another one. Anyway, Scottsdale. Yes. Yes. Are those nice? Uh, no, they're all like ashtrays. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I'm Have not you guys a desert. Been? I hate the desert. Uh, I Arizona? think I've driven through. It's no. like Vegas. Ve- yeah. Like, if you go to Vegas in July. It's what Phoenix is like all year round. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. It's it's fucking hot. I went yeah. there. I went there uh, when uh, before I moved out here, and it was pretty oppressive and awful. But so marriage equality was was you know uplifted there. Uh, but their governor, Miss Jan Brewer, the the lady who cursed out the president Obama for being late to meet her at in Arizona, I guess uh, it was years ago. But she has now come out and said. Uh, how awful this is and how mm-hmm. gays are terrible and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So just a word to all of our gays out there. Don't go to fucking Arizona. What's there? Yeah. What's there? Exactly. That's like a, a comic a comedian friend of mine. She does a bit about how, like, we should have the coasts and then or anything next to a large body of water should be ours. And then everyone else can just live on the inside of those lines. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just give us just give us something to swim. I, in. There's nothing in Arizona that I need to go to to see. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't want to give the idiots Colorado. <laughs> you're right. Well, yeah, that's the right. thing is that. Well, let's give give us a scenic, beautiful one then too. then. But Portland is kind of like Colorado and it's, you know, up there and gorgeous. We can have that. It's true. Mm-hmm. well when we come back we're going to continue our hot topics of the week so we will be right back have a question write to us there's a 50-50 chance (laughs) fuck it (laughs) take two (laughs) No, that's pretty much just like our Yeah, I think that was it. (laughs) 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 Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And we are back with the Tony Soto Show, joined with Miss Lucy Wack in the back. What up? Miss Shea Coulee. Hey. And writer, producer, and my new friend in LA, Mr. Todd Masterson. Yay! 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 I'm so glad Can't that quite. you agreed to like be on the show because I know that you do um, that podcast with Johnny. And, yeah. you know, so I'm hoping to like, you know, piggyback on some of your <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I uh, I watched something that you did for Funny or Die today. Like, is that how, how easy is it to do something with Funny or Die? You could upload videos. You could have your own channel on Funny or Die. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but these guys have been doing stuff like with Funny or Die, like corporate for a while. Uh, but yeah, Funny or Die is just like YouTube. You can oh, have your own channel. And why did I, I didn't know that. I thought it was yeah, like... It, well, because there's so much stuff that is hardcore produced by them. Right. And also like hardcore producers upload to that. So it looks really professional. And that's how it started though, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's it started. But it also started kind of as YouTube. Like you could always upload your own stuff. See, but I it originally know. started like Hot or Not. Do you remember that website, Hot or Not? I do. Or it's kind of, I guess, like 
how Tinder is. I was actually like on you hot or not briefly. Click and it and you'll never see it again. I was really got unha- too many knots. I was really unhappy with my amount of knots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was heavier then. <laughs> oh, Tony, always needing that validation. <laughs> <laughs> Look at she me. couldn't handle she couldn't handle those knots huh i couldn't girl they were like i mean the thing is i think i that's one of the reasons why i don't think i've ever cut it as an actor it's because i was like i don't want anyone to tell me that i'm not doing something correctly even if i'm not yeah fuck you because that's normally the case <laughs> <laughs> and you're just sick of hearing it you're it's like so stop true. telling me that i'm not doing what i'm not supposed to be doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah see i'm I'm, I'm like a fucking really easy book with big print and pictures on every other page. Very, You're like a cricket phone. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <Yes>. Boost mobile <laughs> all the way. Um, so I was on the internet and uh, looking for weird things to talk about. And I saw this thing about like this body jewelry or something that uh, yeah. makes energy from your veins and your movement to charge cell phones. Yeah, it's. It's did you guys much. see? Did you guys like watch the video for this? The pieces well, were really well. It was really artsy. That yeah, video. it was really artsy. It didn't really quite explain right what it was there to do. It's like um, what the but, fuck? Uh, are you I'm selling? just sorry. The Go pieces ahead. were so pretty, but where's the USB port? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where's the practicality there? Well, that's the thing. How does it even fucking work? That's yeah. that's what you're. If you're gonna have something as complex as we're gonna, this is going to embed in your body and retain Ugh. your energy to to fucking power shit. Then well, you better explain that in your video and not have some fucking like yeah. Madonna video circa Evita running down a fucking hot like you know alleyway scraping. It her was nails very on frozen. It, it yeah. was very frozen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I just want to. Uh, here's my thing. Like I'm, I appreciate artists wanting to create discussion. I'm tired of that being their only angle for their art pieces yeah wasn't this a student you know yeah i like it's a lot of talk about i like having multiple things going on i love you know functionality i love form i love concept i want to have a really successful piece with all of those her name her name is naomi kaiser kaisner kisner and she's an israeli graduate student and uh she's like up a with, thesis project or something yeah right? and she came up with this concept because it, i mean it is an interesting concept because it's like we are so hungry for uh power right, how far are we energy. willing to go to, to like, for our our toys and our electronics you know are we willing you, to plug them into ourselves there what is that airline that has that commercial where it's like don't be a wall don't don't be a wall uh, something. Oh it's like, yeah, like wall, a slave to the wall. Yeah, whatever. it's like it's like it's like we have uh, plugins everywhere. I to think that if this is even below fifty percent, and I have like six hours of things to do, it gives me such. <laughs> but also, I feel like this is like the seeds being planted for the matrix where we turn our bodies into batteries that's what i thought i totally thought matrix when i saw yeah. that and also i feel like that's just begging for an infection and what was the thing on the nose yeah. why would you yeah. put it on? <laughs> yeah like if you're gonna implant something into your body like ugh. yeah does that oh. mean that, does that i thought go ahead i thought the nose one was for blinking since it's based on motion and how much energy you get from the blinking and so what you would do would is you would embed that into your skin and blink just to I'm so confused. See, that video is what made me so... That's why I had to talk about it, because I was like, your video is bullshit. If this was a Kickstarter campaign, I wouldn't fucking do it. You know, yeah. I wouldn't give you my $10. Yeah. 
Well, did you comment, girl? You should have commented. No. I wouldn't give you my ten dollars. <laughs> Trolls. I'm gonna go get a burrito. Troll a grad student. Who's got time? All right. So, uh, Toys R Us is going is under some scrutiny right now because of breaking bad toys <laughs> that they're selling. Uh, now these are like eighteen dollar like toys. They're six inches, I think, tall, mm-hmm. and they um, have the character that Brian. I don't know the show. I watched like five episodes of it and was like too it's, violent. It's amazing. Too violent. I don't like it all was that. Amazing. I don't um, like all that violence. I like to laugh, you know. Uh, but yeah. so, but these dolls are holding crystal meth. Yeah, bags. What? You don't bags. want your kids playing with action figures that are holding bags of meth? I mean, aren't these? Well, I love, like, I love that they guys. tried to throw in that they had guns too, and I'm like, yeah. uh, like all action figures don't have fucking guns yeah. or weapons of some the kind. Gun, the gun aspect, I never even just kind of dropped out. It was the, it was the rocks and like bags of meth. Because guys, now, I, go ahead. It's play meth. It's not even like it's real meth. Right. It's play meth. But do you remember when they came out with the blue candy that was based on the show? No. To look, and they had it look I know like it, bags of meth, and it was candy blue candy. Show. No, what? I didn't know that at all. What? Yeah. At least it's not real. Well, yeah. I mean, it, now, now, like I said, I'm not familiar with the show, but isn't it, it like, isn't it like a super meth? Like yeah. a super. Oh, it's, it's like pure, 100% yeah. pure, and like street it's meth like, is usually like. 50%. Which is really funny. What the fuck is pure meth? Like, honestly, like it's still made of like shit you find under your sink, right? Things like uh, well, and whatnot. Well, not, not in the show. Like, if you have the actual chemicals, so you don't have to use Yeah, because he was, he was a biology teacher. Right. Or some so he was stealing. That was, that was the whole premise is that he knew how to make the best meth I'll ever. tell you, I lost it when that body like decomposed in the tub and then fell through. Like, that. I just, oh. I just couldn't do no, it. No, not a fan no, of like was too- acid goop. No, it was too because all I could think about was how it would smell. I was like, "Oh my god, that would be really rancid." Yeah. Yeah. Um. But my thing about these is, aren't they? Aren't those like the super fancy collectible like Comic Con statuette things? Collectors, right? It's like a collector. These aren't meant for like five year old kids to bash around. No, and like they they even said this is in the fifteen and up like section. It's in the adult toy section. You know? Oh, I know a thing or two about an adult toy section. <laughs> okay. Or um, I'm yeah. sure people have done math. I'm sure. I'm sure that someone's. If you have, do you have a bathroom at your place, girl? Not to the public. Oh, good. <laughs> Sex shops don't have open to public bathrooms. Yeah, girl. Are you crazy? Getting everybody all stirred up and then give them a private little box to go into. Uh-uh. Yes. Mm. Mm. Just had a. I just like remembered. Had a memory. Never mind. It's none of your business. Or that memory. Twelve. Oh. What were you doing alone? How old was he? No, not alone. It's just you know, like oh. um, you know the. Oh, all right, I'll tell you. I love the back room of a porn shop. Oh, like the a, booths, like a, like a porn store. Yeah, I loved that. When I was in college, I used to go to those all the time with my friends. Oh my, the private booths, so yeah. the viewing booths, the, the glory hole booths. So many blowjobs. Were like years of just someone taking a key, carving a hole into the side of the booth. <laughs> are there? Are there still? Are there still peep shows? Like where you are here in LA. And the partition rises. Yeah, my there friend, are. Uh, my friend Susanna is she's a burlesque dancer, but she that's one of her day jobs is she does the peep show booth. <coughs> really? Okay. How does that pay? Um, in quarters. Are the windows <laughs> two way or is it uh-huh. like a? And, uh, oh, it's just, see, no, it's just a. It's, see, um, I would rather just a room of mirrors and me never know if people are watching. Yeah, me no, or not. you can. Yeah, the the performer can see. No, girl, you want to engage oh. them because that's how you're gonna make money. Like you want to like connect with them. You want to. Yeah. 
it's like that, it's that whole thing. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's end this on a sad note, shall we? <laughs> That's the best way to end things. <laughs> you know, I was like, should we start this at the front or at the bottom? I was like, oh, fuck it. Let's talk about it at the bottom. So uh, Brittany Maynard is a 29-year-old woman. And recently, I have to say, I found this story because I uh, watched a fantastic movie called How to Die in Oregon. Uh, it's a documentary film, and it follows um, a f- like a group of people that are going to do the die with dignity thing, where um, because they have terminal diseases that will ultimately like break down their bodies, and it'll be painful and awful that they make the decision to um, to die with dignity and and take their own mm-hmm. lives. Um, but there's this woman, uh, Brittany Maynard, who um, on November first, after getting married not that long ago she found out that she had brain cancer and it's inoperable uh and so on november 1st she has chosen that day to die she moved to oregon so she is going to on november 1st take her life uh so she doesn't have to deal with the pain of um whatever this cancer is going to do to her and the embarrassment right Uh, like yeah she's had seizures and yeah i mean it's she loses her ability to speak and then she's like speaks gibberish for like a few minutes afterwards yeah yeah i mean it's it's because they tried to remove the tumor and they couldn't do it and it just no they did and it came back back. right i i I recommend everyone watch this how how to die in oregon because it's a great movie but this is just i think i want to talk about this because i wanted it to be on a public forum that like that is what i want like if if that is a situation that i'm going to be in that is an option that i want and i think that more states need to look at this and make it something i agree yeah yeah how do you guys feel like like do do you would you want to I think if you want to take your own life because you are terminally ill and it's going to go badly if you don't otherwise, I think that's completely your choice. Yeah. yeah. America is about freedom. Yeah. yeah. And you should yeah. you should you should have access to help to not have to jump off a bridge or hang yourself. Right. Or you know, like to you do it to do it cleanly. Yeah, yeah. And see, the thing is, yeah. is what was great about this movie is that like you they they you talk to a doctor and then they give you a prescription for the drug. And what people were saying, like after they have the drug, they're just like just knowing that it's here yeah mm-hmm. calms me and reassures me to know that i have the choice because like you don't have to do it i want to be able to do it does california yeah. do it can you die with no. dignity here in california no that's why they moved oregon. to oregon is because she lived in yeah. california that's right that's um, right that's right yeah i mean i watched three of my grandparents die very long deaths and uh you know in their late 80s and i don't want anything to do with that like yeah yeah so that's if, well no sorry we're gonna have a little there's i live next to a fire station <laughs> uh, hot so yeah but like i but i mean i think that a lot of yeah no i totally agree when it comes to terminal illnesses because i've witnessed grandparents die from because cancer runs really rabid in my dad's side of the family like crazy and your I've father's a cancer survivor uh well i mean he's in remission uh, he still goes through chemo. They oh. they like they wanted to do another stem cell transplant, but he didn't. His recovery from the first one was really really difficult, and he just didn't want to do it again. So he still goes through chemo. But oh, I, mean, I didn't know that. That yeah. sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I I think that I think that you you didn't ask to be born. So and and if yeah. you get dealt a hand that uh, is painful and awful and will burden your family and your loved ones. Exactly. I, uh, 
like you should have the right to to choose that to to i was like oh hey girl get it you better go and get it in your dreams because just keep on dreaming for forever because the thing is is like she's using her time wisely like that's a thing like you know you're going to go so like use that time wisely and then just go when everything's good and settled that's closure that's what i want yeah yeah well speaking Mm -hmm. of closure when we come back we are going to do our closing question listener questions of the week we'll be right back i'm gonna be a star kids i'm gonna be a goddamn star because of the tony soto show the tony soto show.com i like that voice oh that makes one of us <laughs> it's better than your natural one i'll give you that mm. but i'm not saying i like it either <laughs> true And we are back with the Tony Soto Show. I'm Lucy Wack. To my right is Shea Coulee. Hey. On my screen is Tony Soto. Hi. And we have our special guest, Todd. Hi. Todd. All right. Well, I am going to start us off with our listener questions. Our first question is from Mark. Tony, I used to love the episodes where you would talk about your old man, Jim Stalker. I loved them, that is. Until I got one myself. I have been going to the same gym for over two years, but recently this really old man has started showing up. I have never seen him before, but now he is everywhere. He even goes as far as to sit by me when getting undressed and will sit next to me in the steam room, like right next to me when the steam room is empty. He's also always naked. (laughs) <laughs> he is naked so much, I'm convinced he shows up to the gym naked. <laughs> How did you handle your stalker? Poorly. I didn't, I didn't handle it at all. I, I was, I was the girl. about it to his friends. I was a grossed out meat girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really hard for me because I, there's a part of me that uh, for old gay men, I have a compassion for them because I... You're one. You're, you're gonna be one. He already is. <laughs> I I I can appreciate the Stonewall generation. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I like I as bitchy and as like shallow and as self-absorbed as I am. You know I I can appreciate their struggle and I understand that sometimes gay men. Like, they're from the same kind of generation where you had to be creepy about yeah. getting fucking laid. Like, where you like, well, you went into a dark, dingy gay bar and you just stared through mirrors. And, yeah. and you know, you, or you went to the pier. And you yeah. did the awkward up close stuff where you kind of, t- I mean, I or you get tapped it. your foot under a bathroom stall. Yeah, or you had a wide stance, you know? <laughs> or you put it through a glory hole. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and so, waited. But I just know that, like, and so I can, I can. I, I feel can like Tony this. still does all of this shit. So I just, <laughs> <laughs> this is how Tony understands. So yes, but these are all retired. They all don't do it anymore. I imagine. So, but anyway, oh, there's can, there's a creepiness <laughs> to it, and I get it. I get it. I get it. But, but like honestly, change your fucking workout routine. Change it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe you have Tony's creeper. I know. If you're in Chicago, right, is this you're person the, in Chicago? If you're at the export on North Avenue in Chicago, and he's got liver spots all over his body. Oh. <laughs> Run away and listen. If that is the guy, he'll find you because I changed my workout. <laughs> I changed it like three fucking times, and and then you would just walk in and he just just old balls and a uh, wrinkled old shaft. Just no. just. Uh. 
can we go on what, to the next question? You think <laughs> Which sagged more, his balls or his butt? <laughs> no, no, it was like a concave butt. It was like an up butt. Like it was like a like someone grabbed the top of the butt and bent it down. Oh, oh. Like, okay. Yeah, I, oh, okay. I, I, God damn, that I just see. took me someplace That's dark. Terrifying. Am I next? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next question. Oh, thank God. <clears throat> I'm sweating right now. <laughs> like literally reliving that. I'm the sweater was a bad idea. The sweater was a bad idea. All Please right. tell me you're wearing deodorant again. I I did go back. I did. Oh, I did. Thank, thank you. I did. I well, I, I you know. <laughs> and the thing is, is I did the antiperspirant because I realized I I have I have like three bars of fucking like deodorant that I have to get rid of before I can even contemplate stopping deodorant. What a waste of money. You know, I'm poor. I've got no job. Anyway, here we go. And you're smelling. Shut up. Quick I'm question. Sweaty. Will you guys shut the fuck up? <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Quick question. I am kind of in a position and I'm not sure what to do. If you knew that your good friend was seeing someone that you knew for a fact had an STI, would you say something? And if you did say something and they didn't take it well, how would you try to smooth things over? So I'm I'm assuming that you've already told your friend that <laughs> that they are fucking someone who hasn't who allegedly has an STI. I you tell your friend. Yeah, right? I, I have um, done it before. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I I think you first should have the conversation with them. Like, hey, so have you had the conversation with this person? And like, hint around about safety and all of that, and like, make sure that they protect themselves and know to do it. Don't you and think then, that's pretty much saying it, though, girl? Like, isn't that like well, just a fancy I mean, way of yeah, being like? Well, I mean, yeah, but that's that's a nice way of saying it without saying it. Well, but it's it also like putting it to too. them to watch themselves because that's ultimately who who should be concerned. You I know? honestly just always tell my friends to be safe because personally, I don't think that it's my business to tell someone else's status uh, or you're right, you're right, you're right because you're right. i think we we always try and be messy little faggots and tell that shit about other people but it's really none of our business because we're all adults yeah you know, we got so the if your friend right. if your yeah. friend is going to put themselves in a compromising position you just happen to have that knowledge and it's just like yeah as your friend you want to save them but really personally it's none of your business to disclose someone else's private but, information and my- somebody else because did that person disclose their sti status to you or did you hear that from some other you're right it could person. be a, it could you know be I'm from saying? an outside so, source absolutely like, right. I just feel like it's right what is your place. source and herpes is just i know it's forever it's just really inconvenient you know what i mean like there's never yeah. a moment where you're like oh no having a herpes right now is absolutely okay <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i and and if you can't abide by that then there's always going to the person with the sti and saying look if you haven't had this conversation with my friend, I care about him a lot. And as his friend, I'm not going to stand here and knowingly let you do whatever the hell you're doing. True. So there's always the ultimatum because you're not in a relationship with him. Who do you care if they choose to or not? You what say, do you think, Todd? What do you think? What I'm you giving think? you, hang on, say, oh. I'm giving you 24 hours to tell them. Otherwise, I'm telling them myself. What do you think? Tom? I don't know. Uh, I think it depends that's if you can't, on... If, that's if you hold can't on, let on, it be on. someone else's business. Hold on, hold on. Go I think ahead, it depends ahead. on the friend. Like if it's one of your best like if it's one of your sisters yeah Shay, i'd be really mad if you i'd really even if it is rumor i'd be mad if y'all kept that from me like if if my if my best friend was dating a guy who i had heard you know had uh 
like to have unprotected sex or had a, a STI or whatever, like um, I would tell my best friend that I'd be like, I heard. I mean, but I also love like to gossip sometimes, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's rough. But if it's I just like an say, acquaintance, what do you think, I, Shane? I'd be like, mm, I don't what are we gonna say? Business. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if it was like you and I don't know, I would just be like. I mean, it's in, not in like Lucy said. I would ask you, you know, just making sure that you're being safe, right? Right. But I, I, I just actually assume, right? I just actually assume that as an adult, you're making the right choices for yourself because you know that there are risks. We know that there are risks when there are two consenting adults engaging in sexual activity. There is a risk involved if you're not 100% protected. So I think in so many ways, just like it is your responsibility as the individual to watch out for yourself, for whoever you're being sexually intimate with. But would you, you tell them, hold on, would you, would you tell them, would you tell them if they were crazy? Would you tell them if they were, I, they're, if they were crazy? If, like, if they were like, if you if knew, like some guy burned all of his ex-boyfriend's clothes and then started dating your friend, would you be like, girl, he burned all of his ex-boyfriend's clothes? Like, would you tell him they were crazy? Uh, Yeah, I would tell them that they were crazy. See, but I, that, I mean, I don't know. But you don't, but you know what? It's just like, you, we. there's a better chance of you getting, well, no, I'm not even going to say that because there's a lot of crazy motherfuckers okay. out there. <laughs> there's also, but like, there's just trusting your friend to protect themselves. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, because. Yeah, well, you know what would help me do that? You know that when you're that's not what, that was, I also think you can't generalize me. it because, like I said, it's a case by case basis. Yeah. It'd be different it is, if it was your it best is. friend. But, like, yeah, if it was some. Like, it, and it totally is like a case by case basis. Like, I would want to, you know. Um, Were it you? Friend, but I would feel really, really. I, I just would feel really. I don't know, but also I don't be knowing people's business like that because yeah. I don't be asking for that shit. That's and I, true. And when people really do try and like come at me with like bullshit like that, I, like there have been times where people have disclosed other people's Status. statuses and things like that to me that I wasn't even sexually active with, and I and I've had to put them in place and be like, you know what, girl, yeah, that I don't need to know that. That's not my. You don't need, I did not need to know that, and you don't need to go around telling me that. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like, so I think people, in certain ways, know not to come at me with any bullshit like that because I just I hate. I hate I it. I hate it. I hate it. If yeah. if you were dating someone and Tony knew they had an STI, would you want Tony to tell oh, I'd you? I tell her. If I knew, I, I'm sorry, girl. I tell you. If I, I'm going to tell you right now, like uh -huh. me personally, as your girlfriend and someone who uh -huh. loves you, if I yes. know that, I'm telling you, I'm, I am. I because, think that. Because because the thing is, is like I want you to be and you, and I'm going to tell you and you can make whatever decision you want. And I'm going to support you, but I'm going to mm -hmm. tell you because I would want a heads up. I would, yeah. I would want it because it, I, yeah, I'm I, would, I'm I, I like. I, I'm I feel like I appreciate I, it though. I but say like, that at the same now, time, like I can ask that for myself. You know right, what I'm saying? And right, I right. totally. You know what I'm saying? It's about opening up that dialogue between people. Like, and I honestly, I would like to hear it from the person that I was mm -hmm. involved with first mm -hmm. that they had an SCI because that's something that I we just talk about. Because let's be honest, I'm probably getting it from a rumor anyway, girl. Yeah. So I just always want to hear it, right? I just always want to hear it from the bitch. So like I, I, I'm upfront with people. But so. I think I think back to the best stance is to protect yourself because there is even that motherfucker back years ago that we knew that had herpes, and people would ask if he had any STDs or anything, and he would say, say no, and he would lie, and yeah. he knowingly yeah. would lie. It's yeah. all it's all it's all a gamble. It's all you just yeah. yeah yes. People are inherently evil. Well, let's move on. We'll do our <laughs> we'll do our last question. Go ahead, Shay. Okay, so our last question, this one comes from Janice. 
Janice says, I think I have a problem. I may be a kleptomaniac. No matter <laughs> where I am, I always get the compulsion to take something. It isn't that I'm stealing anything I would think has any value, but I am stealing and I just can't stop. Here's where it gets tricky. <laughs> Which, um, okay, girl. I had a girlfriend house sit for me recently, and she claimed she was looking for blankets or something and stumbled upon my collection. And I have taken things from her in the past. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Needless to say, she confronted me and is now spreading the word around town that I'm a thief. How do I make this right? You can't, I think girl. You're a thief. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I think well, she should at least explain her situation to her girl because she said that she stumbled upon a collection. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if someone was, like, stealing something trophies. for the sake of, like, using it and, like, because they saw that and they're like, I want to steal it so that could be mine, but she's actually just keeping them in the a collection is, is that it, shows you that it's a compulsion it's something right. that she can't control because right. there's a pattern with a kleptomaniac it has nothing to do with what it is it has nothing to do with its monetary value it has nothing yeah. to, it's, it's just the, the act it's, of taking it is it's a compulsion yeah. like you have to yeah. put it but girl all you can do is apologize all you can do is yeah. apologize and say that you have a problem because you got and busted. give her back yeah. her stuff you flat got busted yeah you flat i mean i, I just got I just want to imagine, like, I just want to imagine, like, the friend, like, opening up. And she's like, what the fuck is that? My bracelet? Yeah. <laughs> like, just. But you know what? Also, one thing that makes me a little weary about the way that this was phrased, because mm -hmm. she said her friend was looking for blankets or something. Like, I feel like. You better tell me what you're looking for. Yeah. No. Like, what were you like? Because I have a feeling maybe that friend was snooping. Oh, yes. Maybe that was friend snooping. might have a snooping problem. Exactly. Or maybe they suspected her. They could suspect her. You know, like, someone, hey, I, I had that bracelet. And then when so and so wasn't was here no more, I, it was gone. Yeah. I never even thought of that. You know, I, 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 I don't make this a secret. My my sister-in-law, my 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 sister's girlfriend is a total kleptomaniac. Yeah. And she steals. But she, but she does steal money. That bitch is not stupid. She will steal. Oh, that's, <laughs> a that's a thief. That's, that's a thief. thief. <laughs> right. But the thing is, it's like, it's like, it's like, I think that is kleptomania because there's no way that she's not going to get caught. You know what I mean? Like, like there's no way a thief will steal and try to get away with it so they can, but this bitch will yeah, just steal and like, like, I always use the story of my grandmother who lost her sight due to diabetes and the girl cleaned her house and Ooh. was the only other person in this old blind woman's house and $60 ended up missing out of her purse. It's like, you know oh. you're going to get caught. Yeah. You're so, the only person right. here. But did they call her out on it? No. Our family's very not like that. <laughs> See, that's just it. Like, yeah. she's still getting away with it because nobody's stopping her. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to. But, but with the kleptomania, we don't want to. I mean, can. Is there, with as far as reparations go, it, can she return her stolen items and out herself and let her friends know and say it's a problem and like, like have a acknowledge it and, and try to seek help with it? Like, can she take things of her own and plant them in places and like people's places and like steal her own stuff back? Like, is there a way? Is there a way to like, you know, like, well, can she take it and then like, hey, I'm going to text you. I just took this from your house. I'll return it later. Like, is there a way that she could like work with it? Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. 
Does she want to change too? Because like I'll admit, yeah, I'll admit I lie when I lie to people, but I immediately tell them the truth right afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) So it doesn't really last as far as the lies go. It'd be like, you know what, that was a lie. Here's the actual truth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we could only ask Winona. I don't know. Like that's (laughs) that that was a publicity stunt. You think? Do you think so? Because I mean, it's happened more than once. She have going for at that time. Hopefully, a Beetlejuice sequel. Like I've heard rumors Uh, of a Beetlejuice sequel. Did you hear the rumors? that there's going to be a labyrinth sequel a, yep. a dark crystal sequel and they're talking about a fraggle rock movie Shut I, I mean all of that shit just yeah. like made my stomach very 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 happy yeah um this was cute todd did you have fun on the tony soto show i had a blast this was so Yay. much fun. so glad that you're you're welcome to come back oh my god now that now you. that i know and and hopefully like i can accommodate someone who's six seven uh, next do. time because uh, I'm very comfortable. We're like just packed in here. Tell us what do you have going on? What would you like to pitch? What's coming up? Um, I uh, booked this pilot for this new gay show. This guy is producing where he's having gay men tell their coming out stories in, like in a stand up way. Cause I also do stand up. Oh, okay. Uh, so well, I, I'm, I'm telling my coming out story as like a 30 minute piece <gasps> that I'm writing right now. Wow. So that's on wow. November 2nd. Uh, Congrats! So if, you're, if you're in L, thank, uh, thanks. If you're in LA, you can come be in the audience of that. Where's um, it going to be? In Burbank. Oh, Burbank. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So I, I'm doing. St- I do stand up almost every Friday at Foo Bar for Mikey and the Mikey and Teddy show. Oh. Uh, I'm doing drunk on stage next Tuesday. Uh, but also, my friend Hannah and I, my friend, I'm from St. Louis. Hannah is from Des Moines. We are planning a Midwest tour in the spring. I didn't know that you were Midwestern queen. Yeah, so we're gonna do. Um, I should have known Chicago. that you are too tall and like big to be someone <laughs> from the West Coast. Right? I'm not from here. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna do Chicago, St. Louis, and Des Moines. Oh, maybe fun. maybe oh, Minneapolis. We'll have to hit you up when you're in Chi Town. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe you can uh, be on the show again, but be on that side. On that side, yeah. Oh my God, that and, would, you uh, know what it's like to look at Tony through a screen. That yeah. would be so. Cool. And we're gonna like we're still looking for venues and stuff to because we're booking our own tour, but we're booking it ourselves. So we're still. Oh, looking girl, for a come venue, stay so. with me. Uh, you should okay. awesome. should have him yeah. hit up Adam. Yeah, um, I'll put you in touch with Adam Greeno, who. Um, Zanies. Queer comedy at Zanies there, and, and like maybe you can like kind of like, yeah. oh my god, that's so exciting. Yeah, that'd be perfect. But thank you for coming, and you're thank you so like much I for said, having you're me. This always, great. You're always welcome to come back. Now, Chicago, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. do people have to look forward to over in the Midwest? Shay, well tonight, um, it'll be the first night of Night of One Hundred Drag Queens at uh, Sidetrack. And then immediately, I'll be opening that show. And then immediately uh, after that, uh, we have Face at Hydrate, where it'll be me, Kelly Lauren, Mercedes Tyler, Cece LaRouge, Monica Beverly Hills, and Eva Envy. Then you can wow. catch me Thursday again at Night of 100 Drag Queens. And then Friday, I'll be performing and hosting at Neverland at Hydrate for the Dia de los Muertos party. And then Saturday, you can catch me at Naughty Little Cabaret. Hopefully, um, you can go and check out Shea Coulee's, uh drag show face at hydrate as well because okay. if you get there on a wednesday because i mean it just seems to be like you're just fucking bringing on the girls just shit ton of girls sounds great yeah, girl. i i mean drag i queen. love love <laughs> drag queens i love drag shows drag is a big part of my life i have so many like oh queens. i'm itching to yeah. get in a dress and i have no do one it. to go out with do and it. so you know what do you know who jackie beat is no um she, oh. 
Jackie Beat, she's Jackie one of my Beat's best friends. Jackie Beat's awesome. Yeah. Uh, love like, her. Jackie Beat and Lady Bunny and I were having lunch the other day, and we were just talking about like shows in LA, but like, I can put you in touch with Jackie, and she'll get I you. I just want to do a number somewhere, shows. girl. I just want yeah. to do a number somewhere. See? Well, listen, I have something to pitch finally and officially as well. I'm doing my first project here in Los Angeles, California at Akbar on November 11th. Uh, it's called Town Hall. My friend Adam uh, Silver is the producer of it, where they do monthly stage readings at uh, Akbar, which is a great gay bar. And I went to the last one. And so we're like, yep, yeah, uh, five lesbians eating know. a quiche. It was amazing. Um, right. And mm. I am directing uh, the Buffy uh, musical once one uh, <laughs> once more with feeling, yeah. uh, which I'm very excited to be doing. So that's going to be at eight o'clock on November 11th, Tuesday. Yes. So if you're in the LA area, come and listen <coughs> to some people sing to that cult classic. Um, as always, it's oh, Lucy. Oh my God, Lucy, did I forget about you? <laughs> <laughs> That was me giving Tony the finger through Skype. Oh, my God. Girl, what are you doing? <laughs> Girl, Dusty Balls will be performing in Ann Arbor this Sunday, the 26th yes, at Live. He's touring. Mm-hmm. His first time outside Chicago. That's exciting. Uh, he will be taking his uh, revised scarecrow routine. To work it out, On girl. the road. To work it out, On queen. Oh, yeah. It's going to be sexy. So it's when you perform cute. in Milwaukee, you don't perform it. Oh, are you just fire dancing when you go outside? Fire dancing oh, in Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah, okay, this gotcha, is the first gotcha, time gotcha. doing drag outside of okay, Chicago. Cool. Well, awesome. done. Yes. So wait, where, where can they see you? Live. It is Spooks and Sirens show at Live in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Look me up. Dusty Bowels. What was the date? Uh, Sunday the 26th San Julio Vamana will be doing it Red Rum is doing it Luna Ligare Gala Delish we got some other girls yes Dusty is It'll teetering in the world of boylesque these days so that's funny a drag uh-huh. king who's also doing boylesque very 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 exciting stuff like as always I love you all so much thank you so much for being on the show and we will be back again next week bye bye bye, bye. Out. I want the world to know. Mm-hmm. Got to let it show. Da, 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 da. I'm coming out. Mm. I'm not singing oh. on this one because I'm tired of you all ridiculing me. Just Why? kidding. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Got to let. See, I have been working on my voice. Actually, that one was probably the best yeah. of all of them if you didn't talk over it and interrupt yourself, which is actually a first. <laughs> I've never seen you do that before. You're welcome. Thanks, girl.